Dramatic intro starting in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It's the Sean Sullivan Shiza Show. Right, let's get going. Fire it up. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday if today's your birthday, cause it's my golden retrievers too, and many more. My doggie, her birthday is today, she's two. But we've had her for two years, so she's two in our minds. I think she's having a good birthday. She's licked herself like three times, and now she's taking a nap. So I think this birthday is right up there with some of the best of them. And here I am once again to speak eloquently into your ear about random garbage. Like the random garbage that's piling up in the middle of the Pacific. To resist is futile. There's no stopping my hot, steamy breath in your ears. Just like there's no stopping that lava flow across a Pacific island as it's headed towards the ocean, where it may cool off and shut up for a minute, like when I take a sip from a nice cold Coca-Cola. This episode not brought to you by Coca-Cola. You're welcome for the free ad placement, Coca-Cola. Now all three of my listeners just got a free ad from you. There's Tom in a Suburban, there's Sally, and then there's Margot who clicked on this by accident. You're welcome, Coke. Well played. Well played. In other news, went to a car show this weekend. Uh, we knew it was going to be hot, so hey, let's drive out to San Bernardino and walk around looking at cars. Yep, that's what uh, the mail idea was. And I actually said to the lady, hey, you have a better idea. Throw it my way. And uh, I knew she wouldn't have a better idea. I knew she'd go along. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Speaking of the lady, how many of you had odds that I wouldn't make it to my next podcast after the last podcast topic I chose was about women? I know there's people that are, how did he survive that? Well, I have a lady with a sense of humor. And she knows I'm not all there. I mean, she listens to this podcast. She's heard this podcast live for like three years now. Can you imagine that? Oh, poor lady. Oh, boy. So anyways, we went out to a castle. Can you believe there's a castle in San Bernardino? There is, my friends. Benedict Castle in Riverside. And there was a car show there. I believe this site has been in over a 100 movies, including The Hunchback of Notre Dame. She brought me water. And then I was super excited. There was Speed Racers Mach 1, a real version of the Mach 1. That was super cool. I was like, yeah, I'd love to have that. And then right next to it is the car, the Corvette from Corvette Summer. I was like, what? Huh? Took me right back. It's like amazing to see that car in person until I realized it's not the real car. It's a remake. You know how I know that? Because the car in the movie was a right-hand drive. This is a left-hand drive car. It's not the real thing. But I got excited for like 10 seconds. And then when we got home, we had to watch Corvette Summer. Yeah, well, I mean, you just were taken back, right? So you got to get in the Wayback Machine and go all the way back and watch the movie. 
And by the way, Annie Potts was hilarious in that movie. And then uh, it's a Luke Skywalker in a Corvette. I mean, come on, Mark Hamill. They both did a fantastic job acting in that movie. And it was actually still enjoyable after all this time. I thought it was going to be worse, but it was still good. And, uh, you know, the only thing that's not holding up is that Corvette. The part of me that likes it is from the nostalgia side. But as an adult, I'm kind of like, uh, it's kind of an eyesore-looking car. I mean, the that weird dinosaur tail intake on the hood and just, you know, the square headlights on the front. It's just not a sleek look. And it's kind of a dated look now, for sure. Okay, settle down, nerd. We're not into cars. Let's move on. George Barris was there with the Batmobile. By the way, the Peterson, uh, George Barris wasn't there. He's passed on. Rest in peace. By the way, I've seen the Batmobile from coast to coast, and I don't even know which one's the real one anymore. I don't know if George Barris has the real one. Uh, he claimed he made the Monkey Mobile. Remember that from the last episode? Yeah, not bitter about that one. You would think I would have a vested interest in this, but I don't. I was a big fan of Dean Jeffries, and I don't like people putting their name on other artists' work. And Barris and Dean Jeffries had a feud for years. And then I saw George Barris signing his name on top of pictures at the Monkey Mobile at the L.A. Roadster show. Infuriating. Okay, settle down, nerd. Let's move on. Sorry, I said we'd move on from cars. Now we're going to move on from cars. Except that Peterson was there and they had some amazing cars. That's the end of my cars segment. Okay, now let's move on to tacos. How's that? Is that better? You okay now? We're going to talk about food. All right, tacos. Had some pretty good tacos at Tio's Tacos in San Bernardino. I've never been there before. Uh, it's a tourist destination, apparently, because this guy started collecting garbage and then making sculptures and stuff out of them. It's a garden, a garden of garbage, basically, that sells tacos. So it's like if somebody uh, went to a junkyard and then they're like, uh, I know this is probably a health code violation, but I'm going to start selling tacos out of the middle of this. That's kind of the equivalent. No, it's actually pretty cool. I, it's very uh, creative. I enjoyed it. The tacos were good. But it is kind of funny when you think about all the junk around there. And he's selling food. It's a great place to take kids, make sure they've had their tetanus shots. Uh, because there are broken glass bottles that were once walls and now they've cracked. Things like that. Super fun. It's great. Have Junior run around. Just make sure um, you bring Band-Aids first. Or if you're a single dad, duct tape. Or stop by your CVS, you know, get some of that gauze or whatever. And then just let them go wild. You know, let kids be kids. Yeah. You need to let them experience life. Just let them run crazy. It's fantastic for them. Let them get it out in a place like this, where people are eating and there's dangerous sharp objects. It's great. People love it. They love when little kids come over and start holding conversations with them, strangers' children, and then they have to be polite while they're trying to eat. It's fabulous. It's a win-win for everyone. I love kids. I do love them. And I love enjoying meeting other people's kids most of the time. But I was kind of like chuckling to myself. There was a couple there and they were like on a date. And then this little kid just wandered over while they're eating and talking and like starts holding this long like 20 minute conversation. And the parents are not calling him back. And the girlfriend is like engaged with the kid just trying to be polite. You can tell like, oh, really? What's your dog's name? And like stuff like that. So I was kind of chuckling to myself, and then it's like, 
I've had these moments where you're just like, this kid was cute, had a cute moment, uh, but I'm done now. Can we move on? Can you get your kid? I'm not the babysitter unless you want to start paying me some money. So I could see the lady. She's kind of looking around like, does anybody even own you? Uh, do you work here? Are you just from the neighborhood? <laughs> and you wander in here to have conversations <laughs> with people on the weekends? And it's Taco Tuesday. So how appropriate was that? Get out there and support your local taco person and have some of those tacos. They're great for your diet, right? Yep, I'm ha I'm still... Diet is not going very well at all. Uh, well, no, let's see. I had Menchie's frozen yogurt. Yeah, that wasn't good. Then I had uh, Coke, I think, every day. And then, yet last night, I had vanilla ice cream. So, yeah, I'm doing better. Doing a lot better. Those are all, right? No, it was Briars. It's natural, isn't that? Hmm. So I'm going to try again this week. Just like all of you out there. This week, I'm going to do better. If the if they didn't bring in those donuts, I, I can't help it. Every time I go to work, there's like donuts or croissants. They never just bring in oatmeal or fruit. So it's not my fault, all right? Stop judging me. Some of us were not born like you, Sally. Where you can just eat whatever you want, okay? I saw that Vern Troyer passed on Mini-Me. So, poor guy, rest in peace. This seems to be becoming a rest in peace podcast. <laughs> but uh, I was happy for that guy with the Austin Powers movies. That if you're going to be short uh, like that, uh, then I hope you have like a lot of success. Especially at the end of your life like that. It's great. He had all that success and he got to have some fun. And good for him. Although I heard there were sometimes like he'd go to a party and like he had to have like security because people would want to steal him. Like the small little guy, just pick him up, take him to the next party. Come on, Tom, go grab him. Oh, poor guy. Put me down. Hey, man, she's about to give me her number. Get back there. Come on, man. He ends up at some frat house. Yeah, mini me, right on, bro. Speaking of little people, I had an encounter one time. I was at Nordstrom during Christmas time, and I was buying a some hoolery. I was shopping for jewelry for my then wife. And as I'm shopping there at the counter, I hear this, I know you. And I turn around, uh, but there's nobody there until I realize, oh, they're down there. And so I'm like, huh, what? And hopefully I didn't have the look on my face, but I was like, um, are you talking to me? And she's like, you're so-and-so, and I'm like, uh, nope, sorry, got me confused with somebody else. I had long hair at the time, and I guess this guy and I looked similar, and he was like a grip on movie sets or something like that. And so then she leaves, and then it dawned on me, like, oh, holy crap, that's that little small person. She was later on in the Drew Carey show as whatever that person was, the big lady. She was the mini version of that lady. I can't think of what her name was. Mimi or something? But at that time, I recognized her from Total Recall. She played a little person in that. And uh, she was cute, by the way. Cute lady. And uh, then I turned into a stalker, following around and, Hey, were you in, in that movie Total Recall? And yes, I was. And then, wow, okay. And then security threw me out. And that's the end of my story. No, security didn't throw me out. I just kind of left and that's the end of my story. Hey, any other boring celebrity uh, sightings or meetings that you've had? Well, yes, I have. I saw 
Michael Jackson at Disneyland, and he was on the People Mover with a ton of kids. Shocker. Um, who else did I see? I saw Mike Tyson there, and he was buying an ice cream cone by the Pirates of the Caribbean. I was walking by Splash Mountain, and I saw this big guy go by with a bunch of other big guys guarding him, and I knew it was somebody. So I had to follow, and who is that in the middle of the... <gasps> it's Mike Tyson. And this is back when Mike Tyson was the the champ. So then I followed him as he walked over to buy an ice cream at... Uh, the, there used to be an ice cream place right there by the Pirates of the Caribbean. And then a gigantic crowd of people formed around him. Then I saw Andre the Giant stumble out of a bar at LAX, drunk. Like, that guy drunk, man. That's a scene coming towards you, right? We're just like, whoa, whoa, get out of the way. It's like a drunken redwood heading for you. <laughs> like, where is it going to fall? And I remember this little kid was, like, chasing him down, trying to get an autograph. And then, then he had the, this handler person who's trying to do, like, traffic control and uh, damage control at the same time by, like, trying to make this kid happy and then trying to make sure that Andre the Giant didn't have any more lawsuits by, like, slamming into people and dinning their, you know, left knee or something. And then I have some other, like, moments, like, does it count moments of, like, Jesse James, West Coast Choppers, stuff like that. You know, people that I go, oh, you know, people that I liked at the time. Until he hurt Sandra Bullock. Yeah, that wasn't good. That was wrong. The guy's an amazing artist, though. I'm sorry. I got to give him props for that. He is a, a fantastic artist with metal. The guy makes his own choppers. I mean, what guy doesn't want to do that? Now he's making, like, handguns or something. The guy's crazy talented. Speaking of talented, I want to give a shout out to uh, Rembrandt. <laughs> Rembrandt and uh, Michelangelo. Like, you guys are super talented. And then you had the poor guys like, uh, let's see, Van Gogh, right? Guy died penniless. His brother supported his art. Like, that, ugh, poor guy. And now, you know, his stuff's in museums. Thanks, guys. Where were you when? So we're trying to figure out where we can go on vacation. We need a break. Last year, we went to Montana. That was really cool. Montana and Yellowstone. So that was a fun road trip. I'm kind of, I kind of like the road trip thing. I don't know if we're going to be able to do that one or if we're just going to fly somewhere. This is Jeopardy! First round, the Jeopardy round. Uh, Alex, I'll take uh, animals that can kill you in uh, Yellowstone for a thousand plays. The category is Yellowstone, and here is your question. What animal has killed more people in Yellowstone than any other animal? Uh, Alex, what is the uh, yellow pine chipmunk? No, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. It would be the bison. Wow, what an idiot. Everybody knows that one. <laughs> Say what? Bison? Yeah, I couldn't believe it myself either. I thought uh, maybe grizzlies or something of that nature. But the bison? <laughs> you mean that stupid looking creature over there eating lettuce out of the field? That thing kills people? I don't think so. I don't think that big carpet would hurt anybody. It looks like a gentle cow. A gentle cow, that is, that could use an epilady. <laughs> I've seen buffalo in the wild before, and I never, ever once thought about maybe jumping the fence and walking out to them. 
because uh, they have horns. So anything with horns, I usually know is not going to be uh, cuddly and loving. But aside from that, apparently these things can run up to 40 miles per hour and 50 miles per hour when they're in battle. So you can imagine what that would do to your body when they're built like a Mack truck. Hey kids, why don't you jump the fence and walk out there and then I'll get a great photo for a Christmas card this year. Grandma will love it. Oh no, 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 <laughs> why? Ah! We decided to go ahead and do the Christmas card this year. It may have been in poor taste, but it was the last photo we had of the children and they were so happy like five seconds before this. So we're in the gift shop in Yellowstone and I see this book, it's Deaths in Yellowstone, which I was like, wow, I can't believe they have this in the gift shop here. Come on back. We've got death abundance here. We've had so many deaths that we've actually got a publication in the gift shop for you to take home and enjoy. So, of course, I had to buy it. And it is filled with uh, the gene pool gone wrong. What was that website? Um, the Darwin Awards or something like that? This is the Darwin Awards for Yellowstone. Yellowstein. Yellow, <laughs> I think that's in Germany. Yellowstone. And like the first chapter uh, talks about this guy's dog jumped into, like wandered off and fell into one of the geysers or something. And this guy decides to jump after his dog head first, like he's diving off a diving board into this geyser that's like 220 degrees Fahrenheit. And he can't save the dog because now he's trying to save himself because he's boiling. His friend helps him out. And as he's walking, he's saying, I think this was a bad idea, as his skin is falling off, and he's completely blind. And then he died like the next day. This book is filled with mind-blowing stuff, like the uh, family that decided to set their infant next to the bear cubs and mother for a photo op. You can imagine what happened next. So I recommend that book if you like uh, reading about how stupid people can be and uh, aren't bothered by a little bit of uh, grisly details. Uh, no pun intended. I also watched a documentary last night that I highly recommend, which was called uh, Delt. And it's about a uh, one of the world's best card mechanics is how he describes himself. And I won't say any more than that because he doesn't really like uh, the other aspect of his life like publicized. He wants to uh, be known for his own merits and out of respect. That's how I'll say it. Uh, but I think it's a great story uh, about determination and um, just the will to do better with what you've been dealt. So uh, I highly recommend it. And we're still trying to figure out where we should go this year for a little break. But uh, we're not rich, which is a bitch. So oh, there's a t-shirt right there. Not being rich is a bitch. That's a t-shirt. Hold on, I'm gonna go mock that up right now. It's for sure a bumper sticker, for sure. You don't see bumper stickers much anymore. Are they gonna make a comeback? Are they still out there? Whenever I see a bumper sticker on a car, I always go, why would you do that to your car? Like, you know, that shit don't come off. Speaking of bumper stickers, I saw a great one in a store one time. It said, uh, look busy, Jesus is coming. <laughs> uh, sorry, I thought that was kind of funny. Because if you want to look productive, you definitely want to do it around him. Only problem is he already knows if you've been productive or not. That's the fly in the ongament. Ongament, for those out there who have seen Fargo. When the bad guy hurts himself and then he's looking for ongament. As he looks through the lady's medicine cabinet, which was probably like Neosporin. 
and I've mentioned you twice in the Osborn, so feel free to send that check. So I've been trying to get some funds together uh, because as an artist, you've got to buy all your materials, which is fun. They don't just give you the stuff, and it's never cheap. Like, I, I want to make a couple big pieces, uh, but they're a couple hundred dollars for the materials. And I need two or three of those, which is fun, which ends up being about $600 just to make this stupid thing. And then there's no guarantee it's even going to sell. But you have to do it. I've got to get it out of me. So I've been trying to make my work more affordable to all. So I have metal prints of my work at customgraffiti.com store. And I love uh, taking money for them and then sending you a finished piece. I'm going to let you in on a secret that not a lot of people know about artists. Uh, actually, their favorite thing is getting paid for their work. They love getting money for their painting or whatever they've done. By the way, I was going to eat healthy today, but there's been an E. coli outbreak um, for romaine lettuce. So I've got to go to In-N-Out or something just to play it safe. Um, oh, wait, it's Taco Tuesday, so maybe I should do some tacos. There's lettuce in that, which is good, right? <gasps> no, I can't have that. There's lettuce. Well, wait, it was just romaine, so maybe it's safe. Maybe I better go to In-N-Out just to avoid any possible lettuce danger. I can already hear you, though. But a double-double has lettuce, Sean. Uh, not the way I'm going to order it, okay? I'm supposed to go check out this gallery today. I'm supposed to go look at it. But getting in the car and driving doesn't sound very fun, unless I'm taking uh, the dog. Because she loves riding in the car, and I love taking her for rides. It's like your little kid. I love pleasing her. Seeing her sitting back there with her head out the window, just, you know, enjoying life. And then she gives you this look every time, every now and then of, oh, this is the best ever. This is so great. The dog physically smiles, which I don't remember my other dogs really smiling. But she'll, like, sit there and, like, smile at you when she's really happy. It's very cute. And we were going to have a party for her, um... But the guest list she gave me was like 100 people or something. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Can't do a pizza party for like 100 of your dog friends. Plus, there was like some schnauzers on there and pit bulls. And like, you know, they always act up. They get, they get crazy and start, you know, doing beer pong or something. So I just can't have that right now. I can't have that around here. It's too much cleanup. This last week and this week, i am like been going through this storage unit which is always fun i'm like trying to find some stuff and it's like out of uh, these 80 boxes which box is it Ugh. so going through and uh i still haven't found it it's one of those things where you're just like where is it i feel like i've gone through every box and i still can't find it so one of them is this uh, skull i did ash one of my characters it was a sculpture that i did um and I can't find it. It's driving me crazy. I don't know where it is. And at the same time, I'm looking for these airbrushes. Uh, like five or six airbrushes. Um, and I can't find them. And it's driving me nuts. By the way, I mentioned Minchies earlier. They have this, like, it's like the Dole Whip thing. If you've ever had that at Disneyland. Minchies, frozen yogurt. They have that. They have that Dole Whip thing. Ugh. That thing is so good. Speaking of so good, I'm kind of craving like authentic Hawaiian shaved ice. 
That is so good. Especially if you get the ice cream in the bottom and then like all the syrup that was in like that snow cone part has like all dripped down and now is festering into that ice cream at the bottom of the cup. Festering, that's a delicious word, isn't it? He had to have his boil, Lance, because it was festering. I hope someday, as are you, I'm sure you're hoping that I have a guest someday. That it's not just me sitting here. By the way, I feel the same way, because I don't even like myself. I've got to sit here and hear myself talk, like, shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut Why don't you ever let me talk? Because you're not the creative side of the brain. I'm the creative brain in this operation. Why don't you go add something up? Or why don't you go put together our shopping list for the week? Bitch. Remember when marbles was a thing? Out there trying to win other round polished pieces of glass like they were gold. Then you take them home and stick them in a sock and put them in your sock drawer or something. And then years later you find that sock again and you're like, why am I still holding on to this? Why am I still holding on to these trophies like Hannibal Lecter in a storage unit? <laughs> I kid, I kid. I'm not holding on to marbles. Might as well be. I'm holding on to a bunch of other crap, though. I'm trying to think what the most embarrassing item in my storage unit would probably be if somebody walked in there. I know I have this, like, weird ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> His name was, like, Simon Says or something. For the longest time, I wanted to be, like, a ventriloquist guy. Oh, the places I could have gone. Could have been a ventriloquist act at a truck stop in Toledo, Ohio, or something like that. So I picked up the guitar again yesterday, and I'm realizing how unflexible my left hand is. It's like your uh, hand is trying to play twister on the fretboard, and you're like, how do I get my pinky under my index finger to play this chord? It just does not seem physically possible so my hand is not there yet um so i gotta figure out like there's got to be some exercises or something you can do to stretch your hand um or something because i by the way it feels retarded i shouldn't say that word it feels extremely odd uh trying to stretch your finger into some of these positions because the a you know it's not my dominant hand i'm right-handed and i rarely use my left hand for anything except maybe the occasional middle finger while I'm driving with the right. <laughs> so the lessons I've been taking online by this guy, they're, they're very encouraging. So I decided to send this guy an email and I just said, hi, you know, blah, 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 whatever his name is. I just got my guitar out of storage to try and learn again. It's been in there for like 15 years. Thank you for uh, having this course. Your teaching has made the goal of learning to play seem uh, possible again. And, you know, yada, yada, yada. To which I get a reply of thanks. <laughs> so if this was him actually replying, that was the worst effort I've ever seen. Or if this is the person that's handling like his branding now, at least give me a better generic canned response than just thanks. That was pathetic. You unappreciative jackass. Hey guys, I have really good news. Let me play something for you. Hi, this is Anna, and 
and calling on behalf of the winner currently states <gasps> in regards to an official contest entry form that you have submitted within the last 18 months nope. to win a brand new 2018 vehicle or 25K in cash. <gasps> it may have been submitted at a local mall, a restaurant, nope. or anything you nope. attended. Nope. I have excellent news for you. <gasps> Your entry has been selected. Yes! Please contact me at trip. Oh, convenience. I'm calling you right now. What's that number again? One eight. Six, three. <gasps> my extension is 631. And again, my name is Anna. My name is Anna. Have and have a great day. You, oh, it just got better. Thanks, Anna. I don't know. Do I want the new car or the 25 grand? I can't decide. Damn you, choices! As he shakes his fist towards the sky. But that was Anna. Like, how great did Anna sound? She's like that perky little squirrel. I just run around and hand out cash or cars. Because I'm Anna. And by the way, I don't think there's any malls left, nor have I been to a mall um, any time in the last, I don't know, forever. So I think you guys are doing better with the Saudi prince needs to funnel his money through an American uh, scam. I think that one was reading a little more true or believable. So I'd kind of stick with that scam. I think that one was working out for you. Um but you're super perky, Anna. Good for you. Your spirit animal must be like Joy Gopher or something. But you're super perky and good for you. Because I'm Anna. There's a point where she says her name and then also says mall. And she hits these two notes where you're just like, ah, your ear kind of twinges a little bit of like, it's like when you're uh, chewing a piece of uh, chewing gum and you leave the foil on and kind of spikes you. Yeah. That's the way my ear felt for a second. I'm not sure what octave that was, but uh, wow, she's a perky one. And I, you know, again, I'm not sure what I'm going to take, the 25K or the car, you know? So I have a couple shows coming up if you'd like to come out and uh, see what a moron looks like live. Uh, I will be there. And my artwork will be there as well. If you'd like to just look at the artwork and ignore the moron, I'm fine with that too. And by the way, if you happen to enjoy this or, you know, think I'm a complete idiot and you'd like to keep hearing what an idiot sounds like on a... I'm going to try and do this twice a week. So please subscribe so I know if anybody's still listening out there besides Angela. Because Angela is a fanatic for this. I don't know why. <laughs> She's a glutton for punishment. Yesterday she was actually upset with me that this wasn't done in time. Uh, that's how boring her car ride home is. Sorry, guys, I hate to throw a commercial in right here, but we got another uh, new sponsor and we need to run the spot. You know, we got to pay the bills. Hi, I'm Larry J. Sharkey, attorney at law. Have you recently impaled yourself on something while trying to take a selfie? Or maybe you've been maimed by, God, I, I hope so, by a large pharmaceutical company. Please call me and I'll fight for me. I'll try and get the largest settlement that I can. Here's an actual client that was not paid for their endorsement. Our little Billy, he swallowed a nickel, and they got the nickel back for us. We didn't really want the nickel back, but uh, speaking of nickel back, there's a lot of people that don't want the nickel back, and I'm not sure what that's about. I don't think they're that bad of a band. So if you have anything that may end in a large settlement, like maybe you've slipped in a grocery store, like a Walmart or something, oh, that would be fantastic. If this has happened to you, Please call me immediately. Stop what you're doing and call 1-800-NEW-BINS. 1-800-NEW-BINS. Hi, I'm Trent. Larry J. Sharkey didn't get me shit. Wow. One of those rare uh, attorneys 
who you don't feel is going to take advantage of you. So that's fantastic. What a service he's providing to the community. So I encourage you to uh, visit that sponsor if you need some legal counsel. And speaking of fair shake, I think it's time for me to go track down a vanilla one. <laughs> uh, uh, I think this is enough for now. I think you've had enough. Like your mother, when you're going back to that plate of cookies for the fourth time, your mother looks at you and goes, I, I think you've had enough. I think you've had an earful, and it's time for me to go bother somebody else. I'm trying to make these longer, but I was trying to get this up yesterday, and it's run into Wednesday. So I apologize for that. I'm hoping to do another podcast Friday, so please tune in back for that. And we'll send the week out with a bang. Woo! Best Friday ever. Oh my god, yeah, that was amazing. All right, we're done here. That's all the shiza I have for you today. Time to click over to that uh, baking podcast and see how to make that perfect muffin. As always, thank you guys for supporting this podcast. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to see some of my original artwork, please visit customgraffiti.com. I do custom commission pieces as well if you'd like something created. And I apologize for those who were forced to listen to this against their will. See ya! <laughs>